0: Welcome back to the IDSC Tech Podcast. We continue our discussion with our special guest, Ms. Salma Ratoni, about AI and its uses in education. Ms. Salma is an adjunct instructor in the Department of Journalism and Mass Communication at the American University in Cairo. Adding to that, she works as an executive assistant to director and senior researcher at Kamel Adham Center for TV and Digital Journalism at School of Global Affairs and Public Policy at AUC. Hi, Salma, and thank you so much for staying with us to part two of this episode. Thank you so much, Rahab. Um, In our previous part, we talked about AI uh, and education and how it transformed the educational process. We also talked about uh, its uses, some of its uses inside classrooms and um, the uh, ethical considerations and concerns we might have that could impact the educational process. In this part, we want to talk more to guide uh, the instructors and the students, how can they properly uh, use AI to embrace creativity and increase the quality of their work. So let's start by um, the leaders inside the classrooms, the instructors themselves, the professors, the teachers. How can they use uh, the powerful tools in AI to help students improve and enhance their work?
1: So uh, teachers, instructors, and faculty members can have many uses to AI in order to save their time for more complex tasks. Uh, it's already been used uh, a lot for, in, for creating a more engaging learning experience inside classrooms, especially on uh, the uh, younger um, uh, pedagogical uh, learners, like uh, in primary school and, and such, by including elements of games, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality that use AI technologies in order to create these worlds that the students can explore and almost touch and feel and, and helps them retain information uh, in science or in maths or other uh, subjects. Uh, it can also be used to make learning more accessible for students with disability. It, it can help create a more Uh, integrating uh, a classroom, students with disability are using AI tools a lot in order to help them create uh, text to speech or speech to text or um, to help students with visual impairments or other learning difficulties to cope inside the classroom and to engage with their uh, peers. Um, It can also be used to create sign language interpreters, for instance, other tools that can make the classroom more accessible. It's also uh, used inside the classroom by professors in order to help them set learning objectives, learning outcomes for a certain class, prepare course syllabi, prepare study plans, uh, help them in grading, formulating assessments and quizzes and exams, and then help them in Grading Google Classroom, for instance, is a a tool that uses AI to automatically grade student assignments. So it saves time for the teacher or the instructor to do more complex tasks or more engaging or creative tasks with, with their students. So it can help the professors keep track of each student learning by sort of personalizing the experience for every student, depending on his or her academic needs. So it has a lot of other uses. This is just like, a, in a nutshell, how AI can really enhance the the, the learning uh, experience inside the classroom.
0: Thank you so much, Salma. And actually, I really hope that all instructors and teachers uh, create discussions and try to think how can we really uh, make use of the powerful tools of AI instead of banning them or worry about their impacts, but try to deal with these um concerns and considerations and develop the students with uh, more tools and more uh, skills because it's a skill knowing how (laughs) to use all these AI uh, um, uh, platforms and how to properly use them and how to ethically use them. I think this will be a very important part of our uh, future education and I'm really interested to talk here about the students because some students have the mindset that AI is an amazing way to uh, do the assignments. So we want to take them beyond this. It It's not only a way to help you do your assignment, but it's a way to develop your skills. It's a way to help you uh, gain future jobs because talking about the future prospects... Of course, most of the uh, statistics say that most of the future in the job will depend on um, using AI. So they will need people who know how to use the AI and how to integrate the AI in the workflow. So I really want to tell the students how or what are the future prospects of AI and why they should start now. To learn how to use it to improve the quality and to embrace their creativity and to it's not only a way only to have a short term goal but it's uh, the know how and they gain the, these skills they will have a very long a very good long term goals that will help them in their future so what do you tell them about that so you raise
1: a very important point uh, Rehab about the idea of being prepared and this applies to everyone inside the classroom be it the teacher or the Student. They have to prepare themselves to deal with an AI-driven world uh, and different AI-driven industries. Uh, and this starts by the idea of self-teaching. Um, I'm engaging in a lot of self-teaching right now, trying to learn how these different tools are working. How are they being trained on, on data sets? How can I use a good prompt there are courses now online about prompt engineering, proper prompting, because this can make or break the experience with the conversational bot. So the idea of uh, knowing how to use the tool in, in, in a way, this is not just using the tool to type something, take whatever it gives us, copy paste and we're done. This has absolutely no value whatsoever to the student or to the teacher or instructor. There has to be a human element, there has to be human effort that goes into the process. This is used as a study aid of sorts, something to help me being uh, being the teacher inside the classroom or the student, to help me get the job done in a more efficient manner, to, uh, in, to encourage me to be more creative when I'm doing assignments or preparing other tasks inside the classroom or working on group projects. So it, the idea of having this mindset of using AI in the way that it is intended for, to be used uh, helps students embrace their creativity or it can actually prevent them from being creative and lead them to be passive learners who are not gaining anything from the experience itself. So it's how to use the platform that makes, uh, makes it all worthwhile. Um, the other thing you talked about, which is future prospects, we all know that um, AI is, is, is here to stay, as they say, uh, again, those who are, are opposing the technology say that it's going to replace a lot of jobs, it's going to have people become more lazy and less creative and, and more dependent on technology. However, others who are taking the more optimistic side are saying, no, this can actually revolutionize the way we do things. It can help us be more creative and it can help us bring out better innovation for the entire uh, humanity. So um, AI is going to be used in every industry. They're saying that journalism is, is going to be replaced by AI news anchors and news gatherers. Uh, fact checkers, uh, graphic design majors are very worried that uh, AI tools are going to replace them. We've seen AI being used in advertisements. If you've seen the recent ad that came out, uh, using deep fake of uh, Mosalah, um, everyone is, is fearsome that AI is going to take into the industry. But what I have to answer to that is that till now, AI is there to help. Humans and not replace them. So we
0: should embrace the technology, not be afraid of it, not be afraid of trying it or exploring. Thank you, so Salma. This is really amazing. And I think we also need to remember that um, even uh, the companies that launched the AI platform, they are still learning how can we make use of them. So I think it's wise also to remember that we might not uh, want to share any private data on uh, uh, any AI uh, conversational uh, chatbots or anything, or sensitive data related to um, our companies or whatever uh, um, the place we're uh, working for or doing our projects for. So it's really important to to think about um, how to save our data, but at the same time, how to make use of all these tools. So my final question, it's the one million question. (laughs) How can we guide the students? Uh, How can they make the best of AI tools to improve the quality of their work, uh, whether inside uh, the classrooms or uh, in the universities or whatever? How can we really uh, use AI in our favor to improve the quality and creativity in our work? Give us um, a quick guidance plan or a few steps that we need to follow to make sure that we are on the right track and we are getting the best results that we can.
1: So there is there's no like guidebook but there are many online but I mean there's no one size fits all uh, guidebook for all kinds of students and all kinds of of grades but what I can say uh, as like a rule of thumb here is not to trust whatever AI is giving me and take it at face value I have to always revise and proofread whatever it is it's its algorithm and especially the large language models or the uh, natural language processing models that use our own language in order to respond to our questions. So it gives this very, um, wise looking answer that looks very put together, very solid. It gives the impression that it's really nicely written in a way that it, I would never write in the same level. I will take this copy paste and use it because it's, it must be super. I'm going to ace this assignment and get the full grade. No, this is not the case. This is a a program that's using data sets that it's been trained on. Um, It can have biases in the data sets that it's been trained on. It can have inaccurate information. If I'm feeding the uh, algorithm uh, information that the earth is flat and no other information is coming to it to say otherwise, then if I ask if the earth is, uh, is flat, it's going to say yes. So this is, of course, a very uh, naive example. It will not happen this way. But I'm saying this to demonstrate the idea that AI is as good as the data that it's
0: been trained on. So students have to realize that and, and work with that. Great, so our first thing, everyone should know that they have to uh, evaluate the information they receive or the results they uh, uh, generate from these AI platforms. They have to double-check, they have to do their work and fact-checking and verifying all the data provided because also some data sets on some AI platforms are not uh, um, updated until uh, this date or our current date, some data sets are, uh, especially when you're using the free uh, model. Not the subscribed one which i think um, most of people will be using so they have to make sure that they always double check so this is the main step what other steps uh, or other uh, guiding tips you can support the students that they can use to uh, help them in the work with ai
1: so i would
0: um, advise
1: everyone who's using conversational bots or generative tools for, for example, an image creation or video editing or creation or whatever to uh, be mindful of their privacy settings, of how much data they're giving uh, to the AI. Of course, these tools are um, a type of machine learning of sorts. So by definition, they do learn from
0: the prompts that gets fed into them all, all day. So we talked about uh, investigating and verifying the information we get, uh, and we talked about not share any private data. We might uh, be afraid of uh, they might be used in another way later on. What would be the final tip uh, you might give to the students?
1: One final thing I would, uh, I would advise students when they're using any uh, model, uh, let's say ChatGPT for instance, is that they, they, they should be as accurate in prompting as possible. Um, Again, there are many uh, guidebooks and tools online on how to write good prompts because this can affect the quality of the results received. But uh, being accurate in describing what you need the AI to tell you is is always something that is uh, advisable. Um, Telling it what you wanted to say, in what tone, for what purpose, how long, uh, all these kinds of uh, prompts... (laughs) or tips or indicators that you provide the AI tool in order to give you a more accurate and relevant answer to the inquiry that you're making. If you leave it very open, you will get mediocre results that you, again, need to go back and refine. This is the whole uh, benefit of this conversational feature that you can go back and forth and refine your search, refine your prompts in order to get to uh, a result that is
0: satisfying to your Needs. that's wonderful Salma thank you once again for joining us today and shedding the light on transformative impacts of AI on education we greatly appreciate your valuable insights and that concludes today's episode of IDSC Tech Podcast We hope you found this discussion enlightening and gained a deeper understanding of how AI is reshaping the educational landscape. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes where we explore the latest advancement in technology and their impact on our world. Please remember to follow us on all different social media platforms. Just type IDSC Tech Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And stay tuned for our next podcast. IDSC Tech Podcast, your gateway to the world of innovation.